0: At the time of this recording, the coronavirus or the COVID-19 crisis has just been named a pandemic. And in fact, the NBA in the United States has just suspended its entire season for basketball games. And we find that two members of the Utah Jazz team have actually tested positive for coronavirus. We also see that there are, as of the 10th of March, 118,000 cases of the coronavirus in the United States. There are 103 countries with the coronavirus, and there are 4,257 deaths to date. So, we see that this crisis is definitely something that businesses have to pay attention to and have to be concerned about and must respond to in a way that makes sense. As the executive leader in your organization, your job is to provide timely, relevant, and frequent communication to your organization about the crisis. One of the things that we know is that When employees have true and factual and timely information, they actually perform better and are less anxiety-ridden than when information is not available. Frequently, top leadership will think, well, if I talk about it and give this time and energy – it will provoke more anxiety, when in reality, just the opposite is true. So at this time, we actually have confirmed in more than half of the United States states some incidents of the coronavirus. We know at this point that the incubation time is up to 14 days, although most people will show symptoms within five to six days. We also know that the transmission is by direct contact, coughing, sneezing, touching contaminated surfaces, and really being within six feet of a person who may be coughing, sneezing, or contaminated surfaces. So, what can you as a business leader do? One, I think it's very important with respect to employees, when you are the business leader, to really talk about What's important to them? And top of mind for your employees is going to be, how can I stay safe at work? What is the company doing to protect me from potential coworkers and also potential customers for client-facing organizations? So what your people need is real information. So the same way I just provided a few statistics and some understanding of the problem, they need some basics like that. Some basics that you can obtain from the Center for Disease Control, from the World Health Organization, and other partners who are putting out information that will help you to navigate these turbulent times. For example, let's say you're talking to your employees, and most people may not even know what the symptoms are of the coronavirus are. So you could say, here's what you look for. You look for a fever, even if it's a low-grade fever. You look for having trouble breathing and a dry cough. If you have any of these symptoms, then you want to also give them information, such as stay home. Stay home when you are sick. And a lot of times when people have been sick in the past, maybe they had a cold, maybe they had the beginnings of the flu, they would have a tendency to come to work. However, the coronavirus is very infectious, difficult to treat in some cases, and it's a bit more lethal than the flu. And so therefore, we want people to stay at home. You also want to spend some time in your messaging talking about what actions the company is taking. So for example, you may have some increased sanitation plans. Not only might you put hand sanitizer stations in more places in the organization, you might go with touchless varieties and versions. You might talk about plans for cleaning the bathrooms more frequently, ways of disinfecting the kitchen or the lunchroom and the eating areas in a different way. Perhaps you let the employees know that if there has been a case of a confirmed coronavirus infection, That, in fact, you are following the EPA recommendations and using virus-killing products to actually clean the environment. And you can share things such as, as we're cleaning, we're using products that need to stay on the surface for four minutes or more to kill the virus. And we're doing that. We're emptying the trash more frequently. We're using this kind of spray. So all of these things. We're providing wipes in the office. And we're sending sick workers home. And the challenge with that is sometimes there are people who may be having some symptoms and yet they don't have the coronavirus. Maybe they have an allergy. And so they're coughing in the workplace, but they really do not have the coronavirus or even the flu. However, your company may err on a conservative side and send those people home with allergies because it can be difficult to tell. Your company might also say, we're going to institute some travel bans. Maybe the travel bans initially are to the countries and environments that have the largest risk and outbreak. And here recently, in the last weeks or so, companies are actually issuing more broadband travel bans. Any travel that's not absolutely essential and required, in many cases, is being stopped. And perhaps you're in an industry, maybe you're an airline or maybe you are a restaurant or a hospital. There may be additional things you want to share about what you're doing to clean those airplanes to disinfect the air that's being recircled in the cabins. What are you doing to disinfect the hospital to keep the workers safe? And how are you handling restaurant options and so on and so forth? It's also important Not only to give them just real information about what's going on, what the data, what the statistics are, what actions the company is taking, but also instructions for the worker. We already mentioned that if they have symptoms, if they are sick to stay at home, you also want to explain to the workers that the best thing they can do is to frequently wash their hands with soap and hot water. And let them know that they need to wash them for 20 seconds or more in order to make sure that they're killing any contamination that they may have come in contact with. You want to share with them how important it is to avoid touching their face, for example, or to maintain a six-foot distance from people, especially people who may be showing any symptoms. Maybe to give them some idea of what to do if they think they have the virus. All of these are important things and messages that you want to share. Companies also want to consider options for their employees. You may have hourly employees who are only paid if they come to work. Maybe you have some contractors in that situation. And if they are having some of the symptoms and you send them home, that can be challenging financially. So there are some companies who are offering some paid time off, even for those who normally wouldn't get paid, and even if it's not their full salary, is something to offset the difficulty. And this would encourage those who are sick to actually stay home rather than to come to work because they have no other way to pay their bills. Workplaces are also offering options and choices, such as working from home or doing video conferencing, remote teleworking in that case. In some industries, in some places, workplaces are providing gloves for those who have close contact with the public or who are in confined quarters, such as in the airplane. They're also providing other choices, such as workers voluntarily taking leaves of absence, uh, workers getting advanced sick leave. They haven't incurred the sick leave hours yet, though they need them, so the company advances them, and then they pay it back later. So there are all kinds of ways that Organizations are sometimes coming up with emergency relief funds. Some companies are even offering free coronavirus testing and blocking outside people from coming to the company so that therefore you have a more contained environment, not as much contact with outsiders. For some industries, that is an option. And in some cases, even going with staggered shifts so that you have less people in the office at the same time. Therefore, there's less congestion in the workplace. So these are all some things that can be done. Other messages that are important would be advance notice about adverse actions. For example, in the airline industry right now, they're having to reduce flights, possibly take some airplanes offline. And down the line, there may be some layoffs and some furloughs or reductions in force. Those are things you want to keep your workforce apprised about. Let them know what's going on and what's not going on. When you don't address something, the rumor mill gets started and the rumors are always worse than the truth. Begin to explain how the company will help those who may be without jobs. Perhaps you do have some way of providing some assistance for a period of time. So that's just an example of some of the things you can do as a leader. The bottom line of what I want to say is that as a leader, you must respond and you must keep your workforce informed, not once but multiple times throughout the crisis with updates and as things change. And you want to keep two-way communication going. Have a way for the workers to share with you what are they worried about? What are their questions? What do they want to have answered? And you want to be timely in getting back to them with those responses. You want people thinking and co-creating together. What else can we do in order to make things better as we walk through this? So if you are an executive leader and you want access to consultation on your specific company situation, I recognize that we are really in some sensitive times right now with the coronavirus issue. So I am actually offering some special incentives and some special consultation for executives who are trying to figure out how to walk through this. So please contact me at Dr. period Karen K A R E N at Transleadership.com. And we can talk a little bit then about what would serve you best and how I could come alongside you as you are crafting the messaging for your organization. And I also want to encourage and invite you to stay tuned For our next episode, part two, where I'll be talking a little bit about what you might want to consider for customers, how you can work with your HR professionals, and what else you can do for the community outside of your own organization. So join us next time and remember to contact me if you would like your own customized consultation about steps you can take in your company to message properly the issues concerning the coronavirus. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan, for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.